The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. I would say this is one of our favorite partnerships we've manifested this whole year. Indeed it is, my friend. If you head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde, you will get an extra 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Namaste thriving. Play that tune. That is so retrograde. That is. Here we are. It's our final episode of 2018. Wow, wow, wow. Bye, you bish. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. As Stephanie said, we are in the home stretch. This is the last episode of the year. And what a year it has been. Ups, downs, twists. Turns. Turns. Back around again. We've learned. We've cried. We've laughed. We are ready to say Gustavo changes. <laughs> we are <laughs> other dance terms. Pot of berets. We are ready to say goodbye. Arabesque. Okay. <laughs> to this year. And we are so excited because today we have a guest who has been really on this journey with us behind the scenes from the beginning, supporting us, loving us, laughing with us. Calling us out when we're too drunk. True, 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 true. <laughs> it's our dear friend and the great comedian, Jeff Sir Jeffrey Ross. Ross. Hey, Welcome th- to thanks, the show. Hey. Happy to be here on your last show. It's really of the year. Of the year. Thank yeah. you. Of course. <laughs> no, I understand. Cut to it being early. <laughs> yeah, You're can- canceled. You're canceled. Podcasts getting canceled. New thing in 2019. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, not ours, obviously. But um, yeah, 2018. What a doozy. So we thought. <sighs> How did Better. you feel about 2018, Jeff? You know, it was the the worst and best year of my life. Mm, same. All together. And when you can do, when you can have a bad time and still come out on top, you're really, you know, you're really something else. You know, you're really matured. Totally. That's growth. Yeah. I think that's how you know. Yeah. If you're not beaten down and drowning in it. How do you know you're living? You've surmounted the yeah. challenges. That's my new favorite word. 2019. Surmounting. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I like it. Right? Call it Miriam I'm always Webster. positive. I always look to the future. I love a new year. I'm more looking forward to January than I am Christmas and New Same. Year's. I will say, though, we rung in the new year at your house on January 1st last year, yeah. and it was such a gentle landing. I really thought the year was going to be representative of that magical moment. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> it was a fun party. It was a great party at the very <laughs> least. It's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Really. No, it's true. And Jeff, you have just, you have had a really amazing career year. You've really turned your talent into like a full-blown brand. Mm. More than ever, you've solidified the takeover of the roast. Yes. So let's talk mm. about that. You are... The Roast Master General. Mm. So for those of our listeners who are in the dark, Comedy Central for years has been hosting these roasts of Mm -hmm. different various people. You have been kind of at the helm of that. And this year, the roasting of it all like really went to a whole new level. It's just of the time, I think. Yeah. Talk to us about that. People need their comedy potent they say laughter is the best medicine. Laughter heals. I always think comedy brings people together. 
you don't want your medicine watered down. You want it potent. Mm-hmm. So I think roasting talks to that. It's interesting because in years past, I feel pretty much like pre-Trump era, we were going to, through a time of like hypersensitivity where we were seeing all these comics like apologizing for making jokes. And it's interesting that that's like on the heels of what we need now, which is like the truth more than ever, the cutting truth because we're so thirsty for it. And roasting is this thing that I look at as like this bizarre healing entity where it's like, it's the great equalizer where like nobody's safe, but everyone is fully loved. And everybody's in on it. Yeah. You know, everyone volunteers. Yeah. So you started though like at Friars Club like when you were so young, right? It was like probably over 20 years ago that they the roasts were sort of antiquated and old-fashioned. Right. You know, I don't know, for, for people who don't know, like a celebrity sits in a chair, a bunch of their friends and family come and comics and other people make fun of them, usually yeah. in the name of charity, usually out of affection. Yeah. But it's evolved. You know, a, a friend of mine has a nine, Gilbert Gottfried has a nine-year-old son who wrote an essay for school about how he roasted a bully back and the bully never bothered him again. Oh, my God. So I feel like it's transformative. It's different than it ever was. Yeah. There's, there's like a consciousness level to it because it's there's an awareness of like taking in everything about the person and the surroundings and using, leading with humor based on that information. Mm-hmm. It's great. And, and I mean, it, and it breaks the tension in awkward situations and, it, you know, it enlightens. You know, I, I went down to the Mexican Texas border early in the year. I love that special. Thanks. Yeah. So good. Talk to us about that special. It's on Comedy Central's website. They, since there's so much immigration talk right now and such debate and such tragedy down at the border, Comedy Central has allowed it to be watched for free. So go check it out. Where It's called Jeff Ross Roast the Border. I set up a little stage in a park in Bryant, in, a, in Texas um, where on the Matamoros side of the Rio Grande, you know, on the American side, rather. And, man, they let me roast migrants, basically, as they crossed over. <laughs> so I met... So amazing. I met a father and son from El Salvador. I met a woman from Honduras who's about, who's just about to have a baby. She's since had the baby. Um, and you talk to them. And, and I also talked to people in the community and did a big show. I expected like 50 people to show up at this makeshift show and there's probably 800 people there. Wow. I mean, it's just a Facebook post. In the, there's no people there. It's not a crowded area. Right. So it was a beautiful moment. And, you know, uh, I mean, can't forget about how important immigrants are and to this country but also just you know they're people so um it was a cool show and i really learned a lot and i learned how like roasting can educate me and honestly heal people like you've turned this thing into like a healing experience and anyone can watch that and see themselves in what you're talking about Mm. even if they're not having that exact same experience in the same way that they can for a celebrity they're watching or whoever like it doesn't matter who the person is it's just the fact that you're like making fun of basic things about all people i got impatient waiting for big stars like justin bieber and james franco to <laughs> yeah like say yeah roast me yeah like, i'll put a tux on we'll go on we'll do a big tv so i was like well how can i roast like you know regular people yeah sort of roasting people on stage and then issues and i went to a maximum security jail a few years ago and roasted the inmates yeah did it without a real that. agenda not a political show at all more of a you know humanizing experience totally. and if you can laugh at yourself that's one step closer to freedom healing 
whatever it is. Mm. Roast battle, we have people of all walks of life, disabled people and people with stutters and people with all sorts of different quirks. And it made me realize there's no such thing as a normal looking person anymore. Right. There's no normal. Normal is abnormal. Normal is we're all in shapes and sizes and, you know... What we think of as deformed when I was a kid is now a normal-looking person. Nobody's in the dark. Everybody's, every building has a handicap ramp. Everybody has an elevator. You know, everybody has an Uber if they need it. So you know, there's a much more diverse group of people and comedians out there doing roast battles and the roasts and. And it's also just like when you can talk about people's differences in a way that's lighthearted, it makes it. We're not divided anymore. Like, I think that's so much of the problem of this culture, too, is is that, oh, they're different. We are, we're so afraid to talk about it. You know, people who don't want to talk about race because it's like we're, we're going to trip into, like, a conversation that's offensive. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's an equalizer in that way. Yeah. It, it, like, breaks the tension. You know, if a black person roasts a Mexican person, you get all the stuff out on the table that would normally be an awkward conversation. Right. You know, sometimes those are the best roast battles if you watch the roast battles. Oh, my God. The ones that are, like, the the, the most taboo sort of things to pick <laughs> on are, like, the greatest thing ever because the person receives it, too, and they're like, I know that about myself. Yeah. And then everyone can laugh, and then we're like, oh, we can talk about that? Cool. Like, we're, we are just people celebrating our differences through this, like – sort of unlikely <laughs> door. Through wit. Through yeah. wit. It's, a, it's a, the art of the insult. You know, it goes back to the oldest traditions in comedy of shtick. You know, in England they say, take the piss out of somebody. Right. You know, they call it the dozens. You know, they call it busting balls. In sports it's called smack talk. You know, it's dissing. In Yiddish it's kibitzing. It's kibitzing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, that's the only one I know. <laughs> in New Jersey it's, what are you busting my balls for? Yeah. So I love it because, I don't know, I'm sensitive. So it, it it gave me thick skin. I know you are like, I always say this, but you're the sweetest, brightest light of a person. I do not know how you maintain <laughs> that in being a comic for all of these years. Like, And that's something that I noticed because you just had Bumping Mics come out with David Tell, which is incredible. You guys should all watch on it. On Netflix. On Netflix, three episodes. I fucking crushed it in as much time as Fuck it was yeah. on. And I noticed that, like, you guys have, there's something so, like, your dynamic plays so well together, but you're clearly, like, this positive, like, you're just, like, a big positive kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how the fuck does Jeff stay like this? Like, I know we've done yoga together and, you you know, you do your your stuff, but you just have this way about you and it's just so incredible and so, like, attractive to be a part of. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like, you know... I had a really happy childhood, and then it turned unhappy mm. through sickness and death. And when I look, I never want to feel that way again. Mm. So I try to keep a positive outlook. Maybe that's what drew me to comedy, or maybe that's what gave me a sense of humor. But it also sustains me as an adult. Yeah. I'm not taking – you can take your job seriously. You can take the world seriously and politics and – issues and but you can't take yourself so seriously and that's where people trip up preach and i've seen that happen so much and i've met great people through comedy like not comedians just people in all walks of life and they don't the 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 winners don't take themselves too seriously how do you keep yourself how do you keep yourself in check in that way because you're very successful person I think part of it is, thanks, I think part of it is the roasting. It's like, you know, 
Everywhere I go, it's a roast. Someone, you know, Snoop Dogg or is going to take a shot at me or a roast right. battle. The some you know pishy open micer who's lucky to be a doorman somewhere <laughs> yeah. starts making fun of me. <laughs> yeah. And it's you know it's like taking a shot at the you know the 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 big dog, and it keeps you humble. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I like that. You know, for some reason. I also just feel like it's good to laugh. I mean, there's so much shit to do we deal with. It's hard being a person, especially we're, we're and we're in a, an entitled, privileged town. You know, we have hot and cold running water and bathrooms. And there's no lava coming at us, and nobody's bombing us, and we're still like, it's like still hard. Mm-hmm. So I, I always feel, and having gone to like third world countries and stuff like that, you really see like how lucky you have it. And I really think about that every day. I really do. <laughs> I don't know, and I also don't know. Right. How I do it. I yeah. Don't, I don't know. It's from, it's honestly just your, just spirit. Your, your spirit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like you just have this way about you. But we've done yoga Thanks. together, and I know that you're into all of the so retrograde of it all. Things. Am I the first post Mercury's and retrograde guest that you've had? Have no. You no. But sure. <laughs> you're the second post retrograde guest that we've had. Are you following the retrogrades? You can't help but hear about it. Right. Right. It's like, like wait, wait, your sign is what? I got, You're a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Yeah. Oh, I get along really well with Virgos. See that? Yeah. yeah. Torians and Virgos. Earth signs, guys, coming together, Friends of keeping the it grounded. Um, <laughs> so since you do, you know, keep an eye on these things, we thought we f- we came across a funny article from Mind Buddy Green, which is kind of like a, a a Bible of a website for the wellness set. Yeah. Sure. Always dropping great information. We love that site. Um, and they put out, at the end of 2017, they put out a top 11 list of predicted trends for 2018. So we thought we would go through these trends and uh, see how, the, how they fared did this they past year. Did hit they us? make the cut? Did they? Did did So Retrograde cover it even? Can Were we... they on our radar? Yeah. Okay, so we'll start. I love this first one. <laughs> Also, just like note to mind, body green. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the way yeah. that they've like framed these yeah. things, we we cover all of this stuff and weren't really sure what they were talking right. about. Right. So planetary healing, which means <laughs> protecting the planet, as part of your wellness routine. Okay. So which, using a glass straw. Glass straws, for instance. I feel like the day of the plastic straw is now is now. Out of the picture. Can I say what I don't like? Tell me. Paper straws can suck my dick. <laughs> they... What is this, 1912 at Nathan's Hot Dogs with these paper straws everywhere? They're so it's like, bad. It's like licking an envelope over and over and over and over and over. It's so awful. They turn to like weird mush in your mouth. It's so bad. It's honestly not that hard. Why can't a restaurant just buy like a thousand of those metal straws. You can even get them branded. And wash them. The, the glass straws, you can have them personally branded. Hello. Make an investment. You're ruining your customers' So you're okay using a metal straw in a restaurant? Yeah, I mean, it's the same as sipping out of the side of a glass. I guess you're right. As long as it's put into a... Uh... But a straw, you're like... <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's a little much. There's a, they melt. It makes the drinking experience intolerable, and I won't so enjoy rough. my beverage. Oh so my rough. god! It's I'm like looking at you, you Hugo's. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Hugo's. <laughs> also, like, we, yeah. we talked about this <laughs> with our Aether Beauty episode. Of oh yeah, just being mindful with 
packaging in general. Like I feel like that's a huge thing, especially with the um, marijuana laws that have happened. I'm sorry, weed laws. Cannabis, ha- cannabis. Dude. I know. Jesus. You're not supposed to say marijuana. Why not? <laughs> you can't say weed or marijuana no, anymore. No, you can say weed, just not marijuana. Because wow. there's like a stigma around marijuana where it's like reefer and grass and like all of the and the propaganda of the 20th century. Yeah. The industry is trying to take it back cannabis. by using cannabis. Yeah. yeah. We know you're cannabis friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the packaging is so. There's like they need to have like five different barriers as like a as a modality of child proofing it or something so that it's like so much packaging and I think I will agree with Mind Body Green's prediction that I am now hyper aware of all of these things and trying to reduce reuse. I do get mad at brands that are supposedly in the consciousness space with some of the way that they'll ship you something. Yeah. Like, I have a problem with having to unpack bubble wraps of plastic for, like, a jacket. Mm. Yeah. It's bad. And also, I don't know if you know this yet, but the beauty industry, we had this woman on um, who created this palette called A3 Beauty because there's so much waste in makeup. Like, mirrors and all that stuff, it can't be recycled, so it just mm. all goes into a landfill. All and for that, your face. we learned this all this past year. Yeah, we so had no idea. So, body green, one for one. Okay. okay. Perfect. So, okay. um... Number two, turning tech, turning from tech. Big technology is <laughs> one titles. more time. We're turning from tech. Big technology is the next big tobacco. So like we're looking, we're we're shying away from our relationship to technology. We're becoming aware that Oof. it might not be healthy for us, and that it's I definitely concur. not healthy. Mm. It's. I feel like it's it's not physically healthy. But it's sort of um, healthy in a way that information, some of the, I mean, Me Too never would have happened if it wasn't for technology. That's yeah. True. You know, the, the, uh, the, the revolution in Egypt, whatever, the, the, the Arab Spring, these kind of movements, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. None of that would happen without technology. But yet we become addicted where it becomes toxic and your eyes are bugging out and mm-hmm. all you hear is the negative stuff. And What do you think of the new trend of blue light glasses everywhere? Instead of stop using your phone, buy these glasses. Like, okay. But my eye doctor told me that there's way more um, blue light that comes from the actual sunshine than that would ever come from a screen. So it's just What's like... What's blue light? Blue light is the, the light that emits from... You know when you're looking at your phone your or your eyes. computer for so long yeah. and your eyes get tired? Yeah. That's what it is. It's because of a different kind of thing that's it's going to Blue light's not good? No, yeah. You're supposed you, to use blue light blockers. It's oh. the thing that makes our, our vision go bad. But the sun, it, it's like most readily available with the sun. But this is, you know, if we can block it from the little that comes it's from our screen. It's tough to turn your phone off, though. It's so hard. So this was one of my favorite discoveries that I've been meaning to talk about on this show forever, and that is in the Apple update, they came out with um, the screen time settings. Have you seen this? No. So you can now monitor the downtime. So my phone will turn off from 10, 11.30 p.m. till 7.30 a.m. The apps will go dark. Um, there's limits you can set on every app. So you can say, like, I only want to use Instagram for, like, two hours in a day or whatever the case may be. You can... And so you can kind of customize and then it will track your screen usage. And I think it's amazing, but I'm also like, are we so infantile that we need Apple itself to tell us to slap our hand? Yes. 
It's the only thing that You've works. abused this thing we've given you. Yeah. That's insane. God, I'd be afraid to know how much time I spend. Um, next one was the green beauty boom. And this is probably one of my favorites personally. When yeah. we saw the greenification of Sephora, like all of our favorite brands, everything from like Four Sigmatic to Lord Jones CBD, like Sephora like got dialed in Vitruvi, who we yeah. had on the show. Yeah. The first essential oil company to be available at Sephora. Like RMS, like, I mean, it happened this year. And yeah. that was really fun to bear witness to. Do you want to ask Jeff how he feels about what that? What are your thoughts on chemicals and beauty products, Jeff? <laughs> well, I use eyeliner occasionally <laughs> when I'm uh, trying to be Cleopatra right. at Halloween. Um, I don't think I know a lot about it. Animal testing is a scary thought. Animal testing, but that's even know a lot that, about it. that, and also the fact that there are zero regulations on what goes in to make a product in the United States. And thank God we have Courtney in Kardashian terms of chemicals. going to the White House <laughs> to speak on this important topic. To be honest, that was one of my favorite parts of keeping up from, from the Kardashians this year, too. Thank God that girl has something to do. It felt very so retrograde. Yeah. You know? She needs something to do. She really does. Recap show coming soon. I will say that in the rare instance that I'm taping a TV show and I put makeup on my head and my face. Mm-hmm. If I fall asleep in it that night and I forget it's on there or something, it's a bad feeling the next day. Like, yeah. I feel like I just rubbed some poison in my face. You did. You probably did. That's because yeah. you did. Yeah. So that's what this is. So where makeup should be healthy, right? Yeah. So there's just been Less a chemicals. mass shift in not only Sephora, which is like a huge woman's makeup place. Didn't know if you know. Mm. And then like Nordstrom, like all the big companies are shifting focus into that. And to that, I am so happy if this quote unquote wellness trend can like move into the consumer mind in the way it is that is really exciting and really promising it is kind of funny how like the big thing used to be is it tested on animals which is great like we're so righteous as humans are like we want to save the animals like don't kill a bunny rabbit for a hat or whatever like that's great but then we would never think but what actually are we putting us as in our own we are the animals that you're testing it on like all of the um parabens and stuff are all linked to like all these different kinds of cancers and all this shit. A few cats have to die so I can wear my <laughs> foundation. Honestly, so I'm you here can for look that. Flawless on I'm not a big fan of makeup anyway. On women? Yeah, I, maybe I, it doesn't come out right or I sound old or something, but. No, I love hearing I, I that. I like a natural, I find that more appealing. Especially in LA where it's so rare to see that. Yeah, if I could just have a guy moment, the, the, the natural, you don't need it. Ladies, you look great. But I feel like men say that. Yeah, I I mean it. But you say that, but only you mean it like you need a little bit of makeup. Yeah, that's what I feel like we need. Like that's like the caveat. It's like you mean you don't like it to be visible. Yeah. Right. I guess I guess I don't like when it's overdone. Yeah. Right. If I could just have a guy moment. Have a guy moment. Hey, look, while we're here, what are you looking for in a woman? If our listeners are single and ready to mingle. Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. Come on, talk to us. Like somebody who's smarter than me. Ooh, that would be nice. My ears have perked up. Like somebody who's uh, won't give me a heart attack in bed. I run out of breath quick. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone who likes someone being on who top. Just lays there. <laughs> yeah. I hit the twenty-minute mark. It's like all right. <laughs> I think that's a long fucking time, yeah, person. Like, people talk about like these marathons of sex, and I'm like, bitch is tired. I'm working. I'm working out. I'm sweating. I can't. I can't. Okay. I like I like going down on someone better than sex. I think, and I, I think like I, I it took me a long time to even realize that. 
call 1-800-8665-FALCON. <laughs> I, like I feel like it's the combo. Maybe I've dived in too I don't know. No, you're, this is a free, this is an explicitly rated show. We talk about everything here. Yeah. We're open. I don't think this came up when I was on the Joe Rogan podcast last week. It didn't? He didn't ask you what you want? What kind of makeup I like on people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good for women to hear those perspectives from men because I think that we get a lot in our head. Like, we do all this shit that we think men want and then it's actually false. Yeah. Like, I've never had a man be like, you've gained five pounds and I'm not attracted to you anymore. Like, we put all this pressure on ourselves about our bodies and our looks and it's like, you guys don't fucking care. You just want someone who's cool to hang out with and, and wants to and wants to ride the shit out of your dick. <laughs> I just want someone who will tell me I'm funny and will blow me while I'm eating a cupcake. Same. <laughs> I feel like that's very easy to find. <laughs> Number five, um, collagen. What the fuck? Collagen becomes the ultimate gut healing superfood. I feel like for you and me, Steph, this was like a controversial, we didn't, we like dabbled in it. We haven't fully co-signed because there has been conflicting information on both sides. I did the collagen peptides. Have you gotten this collagen thing? So What, in your lips or your cheeks or something? No, no. that's a different, good question, Great but question. it is a different version of collagen. I would love to know, learn some healthy things i could do bone broth is really good for you i would give that to you as a suggestion for is that a pill or something you put in your soup or what is that no it's basically broth and you can make soup out of it or just take or just it, drink, drink it. it like a tea yeah it's really good for gut health i um in the meantime i'm here drinking coffee and cookies yeah well you, you know you gave me the least healthy we also gifted you four sigmatic mushroom oh. things, which will be very good for you Ooh, moving forward. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Mushroom coffee. So I will say this with the collagen stuff. Like I did notice a difference in my skin. It had like, it was like more supple and interesting. I just like got over, like I was like done with mi mixing it up. I got like over my tonic phase. Right. Like, no, it's important just, to try things, just, put them down. You know, I, you know what I think it was? Here's what it was. Came Come this summer and I was making iced coffees at home, that collagen does not mix well. Yeah. It coagulates. It does. And it's not cute. So then I haven't picked it up since. But when I was using it, I did notice a difference. Okay. But that also could have been the PRP facial. Who knows? Totally. The jury's out. So we haven't really co-signed on this. Jeff is like, what the fuck what are the you guys talking about? What the fuck are these kids talking about? Us. I feel like I'm in a girl's um, locker room. <laughs> 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 and then we have... Um, what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting, Jeff? Intermittent or, fasting? Yeah. yeah. I have a couple buddies um, who do that and are in great shape and lost a lot of weight, but I feel like I would lose my mind. I'm too busy. These are busy people. They yeah. manage to make that work. They basically, so it's basically you stop eating between like 6 and 7 p.m. And then I know some people who don't start eating again until like 2 p.m. I, I start to really get in a bad mood. I don't know how how those people do it. I think what happens is at some point your body stops craving sugar because you get in a bad mood because you're craving sugar. Have you ever done like any sort of sugar elimination diet? No. Oh man. That, I thought I was like a moody psycho person just like in general. I thought that was like my issue. Maybe I have actually, but it would be like where that was just the one, you know, I got meals delivered sometimes. Yeah. And then there won't be real sugar until the end of the day or something. Yeah. And I'm not ever thinking about what has sugar and what doesn't. All I know is, like, I'm ready to eat my hand and take somebody's head off. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Stuff that normally wouldn't make me angry. 
a red light, a yeah. bad Uber driver. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, if I was full and stoned, I'd be like, oh, who cares? I'll look <laughs> at my phone. I'll talk to the guy. I'll look out the window. Yeah. But when you don't have sugar and carbs, you know, I'm a big animal. Like, I start to lose it. Yeah. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, when we did Whole30 Diet and we cut out sugar completely, I realized, yeah, I realized how controlled I am by that. So that, to me, was a big discovery of 2018, totally. was, like, looking into the passive sugar consumption of everything that I have and really being like, okay, do I really want that? Is it really worth it? How is it going to affect me in, like, three to four hours? What? Yeah. Is, what? See, I'm a dummy. Maybe you can educate me. To me, candy has sugar. Ice cream has sugar. I don't know what has sh- but there's a lot of other things that have sugar. That Everything. I have no idea. I wake up and I'm I'm like dying for an acai bowl, and then I, some people tell me you're just eating plain. I think I'm being healthy because it's a superfruit. Right, but it has a lot of sugar in it. And so sugar is what sugar. What do you eat for breakfast if you want to? Um, okay, so breakfast for someone who wants to like have a low sugar diet would be like protein forward breakfast, like an eggs and bacon or turkey bacon or patties or. Um, anything that's like more protein oriented would be the place to go as opposed to like an acai bowl. I don't think that any nutritionist would say eat an acai bowl probably ever. No. And they're so popular. I know because it's easy and it's trendy and acai is. And they are very Instagrammable. And they're beautiful. Big tech loves it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I really love them. But do you cook yourself breakfast? Very, very rarely. Right. So where do you, where do you, you go get I'll order an acai bowl or I'll have something in the fridge from last night. Right. Or, yeah, I mean, I sort of cheat breakfast. I think a lot, yeah, you need to cook eggs for breakfast. That would change your life. Mm. And like a piece of toast with some butter or, you know, bacon or some rice or some greens on the side. Roasted veggies. Roasted veggies. That would take like 15 minutes. Who's got that kind of time? Well, you do. (laughs) I got to read everything on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> you really don't I can't miss anything No, you gotta wake up don't look at your phone treat yourself like you would treat the person that you're dating ooh look date yourself <laughs> <laughs> no like hey baby what do you want for breakfast right that's good and then you get up and you treat yourself to that and then you know instead of fucking her you fuck yourself it's like it's a beautiful way to t- treat the morning all right, I'm down with that. That's beautiful. Wellness advice from Steph. Jeff, what other wellness advice can I give you? Let's keep going. <laughs> so this this kind of leads into to the number seven, which was health food reigns and in quote unquote big food makes big moves. So that they're they predicted like uh, health food being more readily available. That's true, and I totally agree with that. You can buy like kind bars at Starbucks now. This feels like the perfect time to take pause. Time out. Since we would have mentioned this in the segment anyway. Slash we did, but took it out. Slash we did, but took it out because (laughs) turns out they're sponsoring the episode. It's just so crazy when your sponsors align with your heart. Exactly. So we're talking about Thrive Market, making healthy options available by mail to everybody at an affordable cost. Thrive Market has thousands of the best-selling non-GMO foods and natural products always at at least 25, up to 50% off below traditional retail prices. It's basically, and this is what I always explain to like our friends or our parents' friends or whoever listens to us as we preach the gospel of Thrive Whoever Market. Whoever Elizabeth sits down with and forces <laughs> them to give her their laptop. We say it's basically <laughs> like a Costco membership for a health food store. 100%. That's by mail. And online. 
You can get everything from non-GMO foods that are snacks. You can get their snacks are my favorite. I spend hours just trolling their snack aisle. Um, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products, and so much more. And guess what? You don't even have to leave the damn house. No. And there's a website. There's a super handy app that I just made Steph log into mm-hmm. because I was like, you've got to not be sleeping on the app. I forgot how easy it is. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. So this is the part of the show where we get to say our favorite things of Thrive Market at the moment. And um, due to my autoimmune issue, I have been surgeoning along on grain-free for 90 days, and Thrive Market has made it so much easier. Um, one of my favorite discoveries from this is the Sybil's free-to-eat superfood pastas. So they're a lentil pasta, but they have vegetable mixtures inside. So it's, for instance, there's like a red lentil pumpkin butternut squash. There is a green lentil kale broccoli spinach. Mm. So it's so much less dense than the traditional lentil pastas. Yeah. And um, Traditional with, lentil pastas. Are, are we in 2018 yeah, or what? Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> and um, I, they cook up so nicely. The, they add just like a nice little like – subdued flavor to it and you're like packing in vegetables in an unexpected place it's like what more is there there's also a red lentil beet sweet potato carrot one they're like it's so good so um that's been i pretty much make that like three times a week amazing i love that what a hot tip hot tip for me i got into the beauty products and i ordered this acure facial scrub it's a brilliantly brightening facial scrub and it's also made with sea kelp and something else, and it is green with, like, little granules. And so after I got my facial at Heyday, I learned that I need to be exfoliating two to three times a week, and I've been using that, and it's gentle, and it's brightening, and I'm just obsessed with it. It smells good. And hot tip, it's only $8. Acure has, um, is another brand that I discovered through Thrive, and they have um, face masks yes. that are so fun that are, like, all under $5. It's all made with like fruit extracts and different oils. It's just so delicious. Order your pantry essentials and then also get a glowy face mask to treat yourself. Obsessed. Thrivemarket.com slash retrograde, 25% off your first order and a 30-day free trial. We love it. Namaste shopping from home. Yeah, so true. (laughs) My favorite health food store is Eva's on 8th Street in New York, Eva's Health Food. Do you know that place? No. So good. Like a little, it's like a old old staple? Yeah, it's been there a long time. And really good. All the bodybuilders in there and NYU students. And there's a dish named after me called the Mighty Jeff Ross. I highly recommend oh, it. Oh, what is, is it? it? Acai bowl? <laughs> it's it's um, brown rice and chicken with some beans on it and uh, low-fat mozzarella and guacamole. That sounds delicious. It's great. Can I just say right here, right now, calling it into Secret HQ, we need some kind of like dish. Right. That's so retro dish in 2019. I like that. Cafe Gratitude, I'm looking at you. Side-eye. You heard, Carrie? (laughs) (laughs) Talked about it. Come through, friend. Okay, so number eight is sleeping well becomes a huge priority. Sleep optimization. Yes. I would say 100%. Thoughts? I highly recommend it. I can do anything with sleep. Are you a good sleeper? Uh, I'm not a bad sleeper, 
I'm okay, sleeper. Sometimes I'll need a sleep aid, rarely, but sometimes. Like like a weed or like an Ativan? <laughs> no, like a half an Ambien. Oh, that's what Maybe I meant. Maybe once or twice a week. Okay. But for the most part, I can sleep. Have you tried gravity blankets? What? Oh, the weighted blanket. What is that? Oh, my God. It will change your life. It like Tell me. It it's a really heavy blanket that has weights inside of it and you put it on and I don't know what like the science behind it is but it it relaxes your nervous system to the point where any like extra anxiety or energy you have in your body it oh just, my god I'm ordering this right so now you amazing. need one they're incredible it's a life changer I feel like we had so many discoveries in the sleep department this past year CBD mm. also yeah. for sleep I feel like that's been a huge thing yeah. for this year yeah. obviously CBD is Ooh, like a cute gift would be like a package of a gravity blanket a sleep crown and like a CBD tonic that's what what's you a sleep crown that's the pillow that you like wrap on your face See, I didn't even know, like for years, you know, you'd go on an airplane and sometimes on a long international flight, they'd give you those black masks. Yeah. Like you're in a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah. And I would never use them. And then somebody gave me a silk one. Yeah. And that's like, wow, I love it. Because I have a lot of light in my bedroom. And, the dream. And you, you, this feels so, so good, good on your face. It does. We love that. It's crazy how that your eyelids really don't do anything to minimize the light coming yeah, into your eyes. insane. Yeah. Gravity blankets, gravity blankets for the win. I'm sleep a big fan of sleep. Sleep, such a trend. Get into it. <laughs> you guys were right about 2018. <laughs> Sleep's going to make a big comeback. <laughs> Why are people hornier in the morning? Men are hornier in the morning, not people. Not women? No. It's testosterone It's your levels. testosterone spikes in the morning. Why? That's a male thing. It's just you, men and women have different hormonal rhythms. And we actually learned, this is something interesting that we learned this year, that the uh, the the modern corporate structure is designed around the masculine hormonal cycle. And that's why we have so many women in like corporate, more masculine jobs who are experiencing so many hormonal issues, fertility issues, like skin problems, just are unhappy, depressed because they're off cycle with their natural body, Morning their meetings, body's natural rhythm. Yeah. That's like is the perfect example. Like that's a full only really caters to the men's psyche or brain. Don't women peak around function. like 2 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, after work drinks, like, that really fucks with, like, a woman's cycle, too. It's yeah. really, really interesting, which is actually leads us into the next term. Down with the patriarchy, because we 2018. Learned, we learned about this from our friend. So you and- can't, the patriarchy and, like, human biology is not quite the same, though. No, but it is because, because testosterone it, levels don't no, necessarily. No, but the society was built by a man, by a, for a man, by a man. The like, work week. The work week was designed... For a man's structure. We didn't even But all work. men do is try to make women happy, so it's confusing. Is that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack Hold that on really, on really, really, really. Maybe I'm just thinking about my family growing up. Okay, right. well, you have a sweet, beautiful story to tell us because I don't think that that's across like the, the board true. The corporate work okay. structure was created by a man to appease their needs. We can't all agree on that, right? Or to get the job done. Damn. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm, I'm now defending like I know. cavemen. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you weak ass women can't wake up at six or and go to a meeting and done without being emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's true. I mean, we can agree, I think, 
that women in the workplace is a 20th century, a later 20th century phenomenon. The structure existed before that they Mm -hmm. entered. And there was a lot like the first wave feminism stuff of like, I don't know if it's first wave, but it's like be a woman like a man. You know, we had to dress in pantsuits and be more masculine. And then it came, then like the next wave is like, no, you can be a woman who's like a woman. And now it's like we're realizing why that conversation exists and why we are so out of bounds because we're trying to fit into a structure that was not built for us. What what would the ideal if it was let's just say hypothetically it was a million years whatever it was how would how would it be different you think I think that I don't know because I'm not totally expert expertly versed in the female hormonal cycle but I can direct you to our episode with Elisa Vitti who wrote the Woman Code book who talks all about when a woman is at her peak versus when a man is at his peak like women do not are not horny in the morning or at night it's like the middle of the day wow it's good to know yeah yeah i recommend like every wild. man read the woman code woman code i love that you brought up uh lissivity because femtech was apparently a big predicted large trend in 2018 and elisa has an amazing app called my flow which we talked about with her on our episode that we did with her at south by southwest and i feel like if, a, if I meet a woman who is not keeping track of her her cycle, I'm like, what stone age are you living in? Literally, I said this. Our, one of our friends is has a boyfriend now, and she's, we pull did, out and pray, and we're like, honey. I'm like, are you cycle syncing? Like, are we <laughs> having this conversation? What's going on? I, but I never knew what that was until this year. Do you know about cycle syncing? Cycle what? Cycle, well, cycle sync, understanding your, the woman's cycle. So, you know, you can only get pregnant when you're ovulating. Right. So now they have these apps that allow us to track what phase our cycle is in, such as this. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling up the Clue app right here. And I feel like if you're not, by now, if you're not into like understanding the cycle as a woman, you're a little behind. So let's I'm a- with, with them with this. Let's ask a man about the cycle. That's really yeah. cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. When you learned about a woman's period when you were young. Mm-hmm. What did it that was look strictly like? it was strictly in the the worst ways. Right. Mom, mom's and mom would she would just leave me alone. Just like I'm in a bad mood. Right. And then your sisters would they talk about like, it with you or girlfriends that you had? Um, no, I don't remember having. I mean, it's always just been a surface level. Never been a deep conversation. Of course, if you got someone pregnant, it comes up, and or if somebody wants to get pregnant, it comes up. That kind of thing, but. No, I mean, I really feel like it's not a part of the woman's body that has been talked about a lot to me. It's because it's not a part of the woman's body that's been talked about a lot to us I either, feel... which is we just we literally two years ago learned what our whole cycle was. We thought we just get our period and that's it. But right. there's like three other phases that you can cater your food to, your exercise to, your sleep to. You can cater your productivity. You can literally design your whole life around what time of the month it is Mm. to optimize to optimize your human experience yeah and i i've thought about it and i i really what i've landed on is the fact that they didn't give us this information when we were in elementary school when they first you know that when you have like the first period talk in fourth grade is because it would empower us too much i truly believe that it's the reason because if we had control over an understanding of how our bodies worked then, like, we would be having sex and, you know, all of or these things. Or you wouldn't things. be eating the food in the lunchroom. You'd be saying, it, this isn't good for me now. And exactly. And you know, you'd know too much. Sorry, Coca-Cola company. You know, like, it's just. Yeah. 
What about um, this is kind of dirty, I guess, but whatever. Dirty. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Sex on the period. Sex on the period. Like, what's the vibe for a man? I mean, if I like somebody and they want to, that doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the right answer. Especially if it's like. You know, they flew in for the weekend. You're just—it's like now or never. Yeah, I might right. not see you for a month. You know, and it, then it's almost like a mission. Like it's a—it's almost hotter. Yeah. Like even from the as early as I can remember, my high school buddy Craig, who's on my bumping mic special, by the way, we made him famous. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, that was great. It was really fun. My <laughs> my high school friend Craig he used to say, "My girlfriend BB loves me so much. She lets me have sex with her even when she's on her period." And we all cracked <laughs> up in high school. We thought that was the craziest thing that he said. Like we didn't agree or disagree, but just the fact that he was so open and that was how he he saw how much he was loved. Like that was the indicator. That's so sweet. That is sweet. I love Craig. Yeah. I think, I mean, for me as a grown woman, it's taken me some time to not like apologize for that. Totally. Or I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't. Like, I'm on my period. And like, some guys are like, ew, yeah, you're right. And those are the guys that like you can't date. Right. I would imagine it's also a good excuse to avoid an awkward conversation while you really don't want to bang. Right. Well, I've also lied about having it when I of definitely course. didn't have it. And right. then they'll be like, I don't care. And I'm like, I do. I do. <laughs> like, right. But I don't. Right. So now you're lying twice. <laughs> yes. Maybe don't talk to that person is sort of the suggestion there. That's so funny. Okay, yeah. So the final two of these trend predictions were fat and mitochondria and breath work. So mitochondrial optimization will keep healthy fats in focus. So like MCT oil. Yeah. That's hot. Everyone yeah. loves that. Ketogenic. Right. Oh, yeah. The keto of it all. We did an episode with Dr. Will Cole that was all about this this yeah. year. Talked about it with Max Lugavere as well. Mm-hmm. Eating for your brain health. So, and that, people liked both those episodes. Jeff, are you keto? What is that? (laughs) Keto is when you basically, you don't eat any sugar. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm taekwondo. (laughs) (laughs) Karate. I'm a keto. (laughs) Is that a yellow belt or? Blue. Blue, blue belt, yeah. No, that's my ball. Sorry, I'm brown belt. <laughs> oh my God, sad. We got to get Jeff laid before oh, the I end get of the laid. year. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm not kidding. worried about him. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. Up. I just want to find you a lovely lady so Thank we can you. all hang out. That'd be nice. That's more my thing. Yeah. Perfect. Not worried about you. Thank you. Just trying to be your wingman, dude. And I feel pal. like <laughs> when we went to wellness expos, there were like those fat bombs that people would, like the coconut oil. I get a like stomach ache from that stuff. Do you do um, bulletproof coffee? Is that something I've you've dabbled it. in? I've tried it. It's delish. You like? Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about it, but my friend Kai was like, this is bulletproof coffee. Brought it over one Sunday and I was like, this is really good. What is this? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't really research it. Butter? It's coffee with butter in it. Which can't be good for you. Well, that's the new thing. Butter and fats are healthy now. This is not 1999. Right. It's like a high fat consumption helps with sustaining energy. Get involved. Like (laughs) helping with brain health. Like apparently all of this stuff. And I would say, yeah, we saw a lot of that. Everyone was doing bulletproof coffee. Yeah. And um, breath work on the rise. Is bulletproof a brand? It is a brand. Bulletproof is a brand, but it's also kind of mass referred to as this like recipe it's like kleenex mm-hmm. okay dave Asprey being the word coming for to tissues. that so retrograde in 2019 true. true um and breath work so breath as it rises in popularity as an advanced alternative to meditation we had ashley niece on the show i think that was one of my favorite conversations that we had i mean they're all amazing i'm not, I'm not, I'm not but yeah you know ashley 
gave us some amazing tools for how to work with our breath to um, as a meditative practice and also just like a quick way to reconnect throughout the day. And that's something personally that's like really helped me. Yeah. Like how do you mean? Like in yoga when you do <laughs> – you like bring your stomach in real fast. So that's one of the techniques. There's yeah. there's many different techniques to the breathing. That would be I think yoga breathing and breath work are a little bit different cuz breath work is more mindfulness <laughs> where you're like I'm going to consciously inhale for 4 beats, then I'm going to hold it for 2, then I'm going to exhale for 4. I mean it's it's not as um complicated as the uh pranayama practices right. of yoga. But it, it's just like, I mean, there's, if you all, we can all just take a collective breath right now. See how it, what it does? It's just such a great. Mm. Gentle re- reset. Gentle reset. And um, Poppy Jamie talked about this as well when she was on our show this year about how. I think he would love her app. Yes. Happy Not Perfect. Hey, Femtech. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm getting it. You should yeah. check it out. It's, it's great. really fun. And um, breathing from our stomachs yeah. versus like that upper chest breathing when we tend to, te- Steph and I, when we were tested for this, we were chest breathers. And yeah. it's really got to come Which from Which actually gut. increases tension. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We learned so much this year. We really did. Really. So I would say um, these predictive trends we're pretty right. We're pretty on, on point. Is there anything that you saw in like the regular world space of trends or something that you were picking up on that you were like, what the fuck is this? Hmm. Or that you tried and you were into? Probably. Um, the weed, the weed, you know, maybe cannabis, like <laughs> lotions and stuff. Yeah. Started to come into my life. Yeah. And I didn't think too much about them. I mean, they're no different than aloe to me. You know, it's just another idea and fun thing. Yeah. The butter coffee was a really nice one. I don't know. Let me think. We got you onto LCD sound system. <laughs> that was Benji. <laughs> yeah, you Benji Aflalo. Yeah. Got me into that. Oh, you mean any kind of trend? Yeah, like anything that you were really like vibing with for this year. Because we're this is our 2018 wrap up, so we want to like just let it all out and leave it on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I didn't like? What? The term that I thought was really overused and just the dumbest thing ever was the internet came for dot, dot, dot. I felt like that was the most like annoying headline that I saw repeatedly. And I'm like, who is the internet? It's like they give like like five examples of like tweets. And I'm like, this isn't an article make. That's my thorn of things that were just like in the ether for this year. The internet really became a big bully this year. Biggest, in I a see way. a lot of that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. How do you do? You, like, do you pay pay it no mind, or does it ever penetrate well, your soul? I don't get. I don't tweet. I stay out of the conversation. I only tweet positive stuff and stuff I genuinely care about. And I don't pick on. I don't answer people. Like you don't engage with the trolls. Yeah, my pal Bob Saget will block people. Name drop. Yeah, good. And I'm like. And I'm like then they know you saw it, Bob. Yeah, but then Fuck he doesn't em. have to see it. Right. Well, I guess, but I don't like letting some troll know that they that you took me. the time to like that. I even saw it. Yeah. Right. I try to at least give the appearance I'm floating above it. Yeah. But it, I'm also lucky that nobody really comes at me like that. 
Because you're such a positive light of energy. But yet I'm I make fun you. of people constantly. Thank you. But I make fun of people so you would think that it would turn on me sometimes. Yeah, but it's because of what I'm saying where you're not picking on any one group of people. You're not overdoing it. You're not personally attacking anyone. You're literally like everyone's equal in the eyes of the roaster. Yeah. And everyone loves you for that because you're not coming for a group of people. You're doing the Lord's work, Jeff. I've got to say. What was I the- do, I do like. I do like, you know, we talk about somebody mentioned Trump earlier. I, li- I like, for all the terribleness, I do like that he's inspired so many people, more people than Hillary Clinton's campaign ever could have or did. Mm. You know, it started right away with the marches, you know, on day one, basically. Yeah. And I kind of like that everybody's a little more wokish. Mm-hmm. Um, wokish, I love. Even though woke comedians are boring, even regular just everyone's sort of more inspired and thinking about other people. He like people mobilized more. people. Because I feel like, you know, social media was all about MySpace and me and my Instagram and look how good life is. And it's like we're coming to the end of the year again where everyone's going to start putting their top pictures up on Instagram. Top nine. So if you look at Instagram, everyone's having the best life. Then you look at Twitter, everyone's like, the world's falling apart. I hate <laughs> you. You're the worst. You're, you, you, you know. Yeah. So, um, I like that people are thinking about each other a little more. And maybe we have Donald Trump to thank for that. I think that's it's a, a great really agitator. great way to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A very- I always see a silver lining. I can't help it. Sometimes I stretch it, but I do try to, even in the worst situations, yeah, try to find some positivity and, or, or, you know, we say teachable moment or learn something from it or maybe it pushes you down a path you wouldn't have gone. Yeah. So that's my, the awakening in so many people. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. And what's your uh, biggest personal lesson and thing that you had overcome in 2018, like we were saying in the beginning? I've been doing these bumping mic shows with Dave Attell, and I love Dave my entire career. We've been friends. Yeah. But he's immensely negative. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I was so positive. And we meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And if anything, I bring him up more than he brings me down. That's good. And it made me realize how important friendships are, but also not everybody's perfect. You're not always going to get along with everybody. But if you love people for who they are, you know, some magic can come out of that friendship. Yeah. So maybe fighting with Dave, we don't fight anymore. Really? Yeah. The show healed your friendship? I think so. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I think so. And also me understanding him better and him understanding me better. And instead of like our egos getting in the way of it all, being able to say, you know what? That was a good idea, Dave. You were right about that. And then he'll go, you know what? I didn't want to do that thing, but you talked me into it. And then he'll tell everybody. And, you know, it's like being the bigger person. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of that. I love that. Yeah. Growing and that comes men out growing and healing together. I think that comes into the, you can see that in the show too. Like it's basically about our friendship. It's a documentary style stand-up series. So you you have the jokes and the onstage part. But the only reason that works is because we sort of have this friendship offstage. Yeah, no, it's so much fun to watch. It really is like... You're you like you are this weird balance of like the dark and the light together. <laughs> and then when you come on stage, it really does. It, it It is in this middle ground where it's very clear what your roles are in each other's lives. And 
you can just tell, like, as an audience member from the television, I was so engaged, and I can just imagine what it, what it was like at all the live shows. You guys toured with that for a while, right? For yeah, like we a did year. like a dozen dates. No, we really didn't do that much, but we would do it as a hobby. Right. You know, we would do it for fun. Yeah. Um, just goofing off late at night at the comedy clubs whenever yeah. we were in the same town. Yeah. I wouldn't have a spot, and he'd just be like, Jeff, come say hi, and we'd just go up and start riffing. Yeah. Setting each other up and asking questions and messing with the crowd, and if... Another comedian we like popped in, dragged them up, and and so it became like a party on stage, which Dave would have been satisfied with just doing it that way. But I insisted, like, no, man, we got to go to Montreal, the comedy festival. He's like, I don't know, the festival, I don't want to be surrounded He's by He's like, all I the can't industry. download my boarding pass on my flip phone. How do I go to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my that. favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely made flip phones trendy. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been a good, you know, I don't know. All in all, I'm happy with the way the year turned out. Let's just take a moment to come together as ladies. Come on, girls. And let's and boys. Let's think about something that we give a lot of attention to, and sometimes we just can't find the right product to tame it. Guess what it is, Elizabeth? Um, Our mental stability. Okay, well, there's that. <laughs> More of a deeper conversation, <laughs> but right now I'm talking about our hair. Ooh. And I want to give love to Living Proof, who has provided us with incredible hair care this year. I love their products because not only do they smell amazing and work amazing, but they are based in scientific research. You know I love to geek out on scientific research. And all of their products are made without using silicones, parabens, phthalates, phthalates. You know it's bad if you can't pronounce it. All the it. lates. And or animal testing. 2,000 so and lates. That's, that's amazing. Two of my favorite products of theirs are the uh, the spray that like moisturizes your the hair. Perf- the Restore Perfecting Spray. Restore Perfecting Spray. Hello. For a girl who doesn't like to wash her hair, that has saved my life time and time again. Plus, their dry shampoo smells amazing and is designed to clean your hair like a regular shampoo, not just put like a powdery residue in it like most dry shampoos. Yeah, it's the real deal. One of the products from the range that I very recently discovered is their instant defrizzer. It's like a spray mm. and it just like tames the flyaways, tames the poof. Mm. You can you can put like I don't I only wash my hair like one or two times a week. Same. And so you can use it every day. It doesn't weigh your hair down, which yeah. is important if you're trying to avoid the washes because whether it's for, you know, hair maintenance or you're just lazy. Yeah. But just color maintenance, whatever. I am just such a fan of this brand and they have these great little Travel size minis. Yeah, all their shampoos and conditioners in the travel <sighs> size are perfect. The best. So you guys, if you are looking for a way to up your hair game, which I always am because it just will not stop growing, head over to livingproof.com slash retrograde. Use the promo code retrograde and you will get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. Ooh. That's livingproof.com slash retrograde, promo code retrograde, and just... You know what? Also, stocking stuffers, guys. Hello. Hello. Everyone needs beautiful hair for the holidays. Amen. Thank you, Living Proof. Thank you. I said that like I was Living Proof. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) 
So you guys, you need to make this your holiday viewing. It's so much fun for you, for your family, for you and your boyfriend, for you by yourself, for you and your girlfriend, whoever the fuck you spend time with. It's three episodes, what are they, like 35 minutes yeah, each? Yeah, 30 minutes each. It's very digestible, it's very bingeable. And crushable. Huh? And bingeable. Bingeable. Very bingeable, and I am looking forward to more. Thank you. I have to say. We'll see. And Steph, before we go, before we close off this year, yeah, wellness rose. Of the year? Of, you, of the year for you, my dear. <sighs> Woo! What is the question? So we do this thing on our show called Roses and Thorns, uh-huh. where it'd the be like the highs low. and the lows of each. The original Roses and Thorns. Sorry, Andy Cohen. Um, and I would say my wellness rose of the year this year challenged me in ways I did not know were coming. And the highs were also very high. We had a lot of amazing things happen. We worked really hard. New doors opened. But also that came with a lot of lows. And I think my rose is just that to allow for the the hard times to exist and not try. Like I really gave myself to the space to like be fucked up around certain things, even though we were doing this show and I was like, I'm not supposed to still be going through this. Why am I back here? And like, there were so many tears, but like, I just, my rose is like to give myself the space to have those feelings Mm -hmm. because now I don't think that's going to come back to me. But there was for so long I was trying to resist certain things and certain lessons. Tunnel of emotion. It was. It was really like a dark tunnel of emotion, a hundred percent. And my rose is just that, like, I'm on the other side. And thank Mm. you for being my friend and supporting me through all of those different kinds of ups and downs. Thank you, Jeff, for being my friend for supporting me through all those ups and downs. Of course. We have just your relationships will keep you going, and it doesn't matter what trends you try or what trends you don't try if you fucking stay in the shit with yourself you will make it through and right on the other side of the dark times are the best times of your life so that's my fucking road it really is true yeah and i want to tell that to everyone who's had a hard time this year and who might have a hard time next year and there was so much tragedy and darkness and all this shit that came up this year like in the public and in the private and like there was so many people i wanted to reach out to and just be like just hold on Mm -hmm. like just you're breaking through something, I promise you. And we just... So often the worst thing that ever happened to you becomes... It doesn't necessarily define you, but it propels you. Yeah, it does. You know, my a few years ago, my cousin is a great kid, teenager. His dad died. Mm. It was really sad. It was rough. And that happened to me when I was his age. Yeah. And then he's like, how do you get through it? What's it all about? He's just got a million questions. And I go, eh. I don't know. I mean, I never would have been a comedian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I certainly never would have. I, if I hadn't gone through that, I never would have. I don't know. It sort of set me into a path that suited me. I'm not sure if I that would have happened if this didn't happen. So life is happy accidents. Yeah. It's just seizing it and making it work positive. That doesn't mean you shouldn't mourn or shouldn't, you know, cry. Yeah. Just know that. All the shit that's happening to you might make you a better artist, doctor, plumber, healer, whatever it is. Yeah. I love that. It's true. And you just have to have that consciousness about you in those moments. No life. Yeah. And no life goes straight up. Somebody told me like every great life has some dips and that's, that's how you get back up. And if you hadn't experienced that and you became a comic anyways, you wouldn't have the humanity that you have. I'd be lame. Yeah. 
I don't know. You just sew up your own ass, never experience any pain, not compassionate. We always have to keep learning, you know? We always have to keep learning. As soon as you stop learning, you get boring, you get predictable, you got to surprise people, you know? You got to stay young. Yeah. Stay young. Get it. (laughs) Trying. Drink collagen. (laughs) Get Botox. What's your rose, honey? Oh, well, yes to everything you both just said. Absolutely. I think... I'll go a little bit lighter on the rose. It's really funny. Sorry. No, I'm with you 100%. But I think it's really funny. I think it was like the end of last year where you were getting into the Reiki and I was saying I want to do feng shui. I wish we had that clip because that was like the ultimate manifest gen of it all because this year discovering feng shui was probably one of my favorite things because of how much it helped so many of our listeners, totally. like hearing the stories of people really taking control of their space and in turn how it has affected one's life for the better has yeah. been really exciting and it's been some of my favorite feedback from the year and it's just really fun with this show how we're able to kind of track be saying something and then it you know, coming around to a reality. That's everything. Kind of one of the coolest things. That's the greatest thing of show business. So that, um, I will say, just like the shui of space, the shui of our souls, the shui of our technology, like all of those things, just like cleaning out what does, what no longer serves us. It's like, you know, amen to that. And this year was that. I mean, I feel like what I was describing was like the shui of my my emotional body. And it's the... Oh, my opposite sister. Yes. I always say it's my shui or the high shui. <laughs> Your house has perfect shui, by the way. It does. It's really it's thanks, a nice layout. Thanks for the uh, elephant candle. Oh, you're welcome. They're going to really add to my shui. I hope that they do. I hope we can have a cool dinner party and light those candles. Stephanie gave me two beautiful elephant, ornate elephant candles. My mom used to say, if the trunk was up, it was good luck. Yes. You know, it's funny. All right. I know we're probably going on long, but... Here's talk about evolving and education and 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 being conscious of your your becoming a more enlightened person as life goes on. So I have these elephants, little ornaments and statues all over my house. You've seen them, and Stephanie graciously gave me these two as a present. These two elephants with the trunk up. With Yamanika. With Yamanika, thank you, Yami. Yeah. And they're a present for a party we had at my house. So you saw these elephants. Yeah. At my house. So for my birthday, two very good friends of mine, Willie and Amy, um, sent me a art piece okay. of an elephant. Yeah. Beautiful art piece by a famous artist, right? And the trunk was down. Oh, no. So it's a big, they're like calling me, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? And I finally look at it and I open it and I look at it and the trunk is down. Oh, no. God, what do I tell them? Like, I, I don't know what to do. They spent a lot of money. They're such a thoughtful present. Um, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm overnight. I'm, I'm like, I can't even respond to this text. To, I don't know what to say. How <laughs> could they? Tech. How could they? I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Do I leave it in the box? Do I put it out? Do how I, big was it? It's like this big. Okay, so that's like four, three or four feet wide. It's a big elephant with the trunk down okay it's a beautiful art piece but it was something that was obviously bothering me right the shui was off so then i sleep on it and i'm thinking how could something so generous and thoughtful and sweet be negative in any way 
Right. And I go, it doesn't make sense. They would never want that. Then I thought about elephants with their trunks down. Why are we telling elephants that their trunks have to be up? Some elephants have shit lives. They work. <laughs> they're in circuses. They're fucked. They're miserable. God knows they're being poached for their tusks. Not all elephants are happy. Right. So I go, you know what? Maybe I. my mom's been gone since 1979 or something. You know, like, maybe I know more about elephants than she knew. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to love this elephant and learn to love all elephants. <laughs> so now I have this elephant. Um uh, proudly uh, in my living room, so I I, I evolved the on, on the superstitions. Story. Yeah, that also just speaks to you, like growing up as a human who's like allowing yourself to have more information than what mm-hmm. was given to you mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Wow, they had no idea that they were really going to give you this gift of like deep internal. <laughs> and then I wrote them a letter <laughs> telling them all that, so I gave them a gift back of yeah. telling them how much you know I learned and how much I appreciate it. That's really so that. sweet. That's amazing. Ugh, let's all grow more together let's in 2019. Let's all grow more together in 2019. We want to thank Jeff Russ so much for being here today. Congrats Guys, on a great year for thank the podcast. You. Thanks for having Check me. Check out pump, Bumping Mics. I can't pumping talk. Mics. I'm okay. <laughs> bumping Mics on Netflix. It's so funny. We love it so much. Thank and you. And Stephanie, to you, my dear friend, my life partner. Yes, girl. My work partner my work husband Mm -hmm. what a year it's been (laughs) what a year thank you so much for walking alongside me down this path of who the fuck knows but just to think of how far we've grown in this past year we were literally in like a basement studio in studio city this time last year yeah and here we are dear media who we love so much shout out thank you to our entire team here michelle taylor Michael, Paige, the whole crew. We just are so grateful. And um, thank you to all of our listeners. We just adore you. And we're so excited about next year. We're going to be taking the next week off for a little R&R. And we'll be back the second week of January. Mm -hmm. Wishing you all a happy new year. And we'll see you in 2019. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I am Stephanie Simbari. Thank you so much. Namaste listening. Bye. Namaste. And we want to say a happy holidays and a thank you to Thrive Market, who's provided us with so much love and healthy options over the course of this last year. If you guys want to get involved with Thrive Market, head over to thrivemarket.com and use code retrograde for 25% off your first order, plus a free 30-day trial. Go get it. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) Yes, that's a retrograde.